0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the week. Hailing from Table Show Studios in Kansas City. Hosted by Captain Awesome and T Mac. It is the Spanish Announce Table. T Mac. Hey, how are you? T-Mac, it's been a long, long time since I've felt that music coursing through my veins, T-Mac. Ah, T-Mac, there's been a, a lot of wrestling since we last spoke about it, and uh, it's Royal Rumble time. We're going to get into a lot of that today, uh, but uh, how are you?
1: I'm good, man. It's my favorite time of the year, or, or I, I should say at least the start of my favorite time of the year because the road to WrestleMania starts this Sunday. Sunday, uh, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. And I love uh, that whole buildup. I love the storylines. I love uh, all of the uh, matches, dream matches that are made mm-hmm. uh, from top to bottom. This is going to be the start mm-hmm. of it. And it kind of mm-hmm. kicked off with Raw 25, which we'll get into in the second segment. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm excited to talk about that mm-hmm. and the upcoming uh, Royal Rumble. What and day is obviously that? Obviously, the road to WrestleMania. Uh, it's going to be a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> The Spanish announced Table. I started a new job. That's what... Hey, stripping? Hey, you know. Stripping. That's, that's hey, how
0: hey the godfather has a wife now, so...
1: I you, think he's had a wife, though. I think you, the thing was just it was announced that he had a wife. Sure, I think of
0: course. Yeah, he's, uh, I think, for... Uh, I think we learned that in the Table for Three right? Like, he had a wife and kids, I think, through their whole run, uh, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Um, but the character...
1: Right. Has you know, a right. wife. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I got a new job. Started that this week. Uh, man, I tell you what, after a month of not working, these long de- eight to five that is so long. <laughs> you mean
0: I've got to get up before seven?
1: <laughs> well, that's not the thing. It's It gets to two thirty and you say, oh, wait a minute, yeah. we still have to get to five.
0: Hey, Tom, I've been working straight through for several years now and, and that don't get any easier. <laughs>
1: That no, I know it just, I tell you what though, if just don't, if you, if you're, it, here's my advice, if you're in it, don't get out because trying to get back into it, it's hard. So like mm-hmm. what I'm saying is if you've been working that grind of eight to five Monday through Friday, don't try to start your own business and then create your own hours and then have that fail or sell it and then go back uh-huh. into the workforce because that first week, and I will attest, it's hard, man. Yeah. It's been a week and it's only Wednesday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, it's been a long week. It's only Wednesday.
1: <laughs> yeah, what a week. It's only Wednesday. We've oh, okay.
0: jam-packed this week into a half a week already.
1: Right. Um, so, yeah, that's what's new with me. Uh, the company I work for, for people who are interested, it's called Vin Solutions. Uh, the parent company is called Cox Automotive. Basically, what I do is I am a support IT service technician uh, for autotrader, dealer.com, uh, Venn solutions and I work with dealerships across the country helping them add users delete users uh, I train them on what our product does and then when they go hey I forgot everything you said and then I show it to them again uh, and uh, I do that so it's gonna be fun it's very similar to what I was doing at Excelligent, except for instead of the real estate world I'm in the automotive world so uh, learning all the new acronyms of you know uh, a VIN number and stock number and blah, 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 and all that. So learning, that's what I've been up to.
0: The Spanish announce table. I got a new old job.
1: That doesn't make sense.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing a new role at my job for a few months while uh, there was a uh, uh, an unexpected absence from another uh, employee. So they kind of needed some help in another department. So I'll be doing that. So other than that, I'm kind of sick currently. So you're welcome. Uh, you look and, like it. Yeah. I mean, look at me. Uh, <laughs> I told a if guy,
1: there's a time, if ever there's a time where you have a face for radio, it mm-hmm. is today. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm at work today and I was, it was early on in the morning. I was like, Ooh, I probably shouldn't have come in today. Right. I I was, to, for about five minutes, I did nothing but cough and blow my nose, right? And even the, the lady sitting in the cubicle next to me was like, getting a little sick, huh? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right. I'm clearly being more distracting than I am uh, productive, right? So I'm, I'm just going to go. Uh, but I remember telling my friend Sal at work, I said, yeah, I'm just going to go and tell him I need to go home because look at me. And he goes, no, no. If we sent you home because look at you, you would never be here. So, we can't go off of that and i was like hey man i'm sick over yeah. here man it's not nice
1: true, it's not- truer words have never been spoken
0: true. credit to that guy yes yeah, credit to that guy give him a race um he was the rising star of the company uh two years ago i told him notice that was two years ago because then you know if you rose you you've got it yeah, yeah you've got to come down now you're the declining star of t- 2017 i told him so uh not much man Just, <laughs> that's a great way right to put it. <laughs> right as soon as, somebody, as soon as somebody gets an award, right? Let's say you're at Tom's Company uh, at the end of this year, right, 2018, and they give Jim the, the 2018 rising star. And you'll be like, hey, you know what that means? You'll be 2019's declining star, right? You've got it in the bag. Right? Just, then shake his hand and give him like a pat on the shoulder and move on, right? Congratulations, Jim. The Spanish announce table. We always talk about the news. When we start these off, right? We talk about the hottest topics. We pick four of them. It's the mother loving news. T Mac, T Mac. It's been a while. Are you ready? Well, ah. uh, yeah, because the the news this week
1: mm. is pretty hot, mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. hot and uh, fiery. Mm-hmm. So let's get and, into it.
0: Yeah, and it may cover a little more. Obviously, we haven't been here as the Spanish announce table. Check us out as Tim and Tom, if you uh, if you like things other than pro wrestling. I know some of you pro wrestling fans only like pro wrestling. It seems, but. If you like things other than pro wrestling, check us out also, Tim and Tom KC. But right now, we're going to talk about the mother loving news. When a tweet accusation ends your occupation, that's a Huh? <laughs> I did that for you. You asked me to sing that.
1: That was great.
0: Right? You like that? <laughs> that? That was a great way uh-huh. to
1: laugh into a horrible story. So right. let's get it.
0: Hey, oh. <clears throat> <Hey-o. clears throat> Oh, where to even begin, Tom? Uh, WWE cruiserweight champion and star of 205 Live and and Raw, uh, Enzo Amore, was suspended abruptly upon news of hearing that uh, he was accused of, uh, they kept calling it sexual assault, but we'll call it what it is, rape. He's was accused of full-on rape, like rape-rape. Even accused of saying, I'm going to rape this drugged-up half Conscious woman right now uh from stemming from an after party in phoenix i believe was the story i'm not reading this necessarily yes. off i'm going off a little bit of memory um wwe suspended him which is a no-brainer we've seen things like that occur in, in any walk of life with almost any corporate a uh, corporation but then uh without much further news uh he's released right come to the terms of his release so we're like oof, finding out there's actual police charges being fa- filed filed this accuser, I forget her name. She says she gets contacted by a known friend of Enzo More, who's trying to get someone to quote. I, we're Spanish now. say what kind of to to perform sexual favors for Enzo, right? And is goading her to hang out, and she's like, "No, I just thought we were gonna hang out, you know. Maybe, you know, what I mean that kind of stuff." And then she takes some of these drugs. She thinks they're laced with something or, you know, more potent than she was expecting. She's half conscious, and she hears him saying, I'm going to do these things. He does these things. She's saying, I was repeatedly yelling for him to stop. Typical, uh, you know, stories that you hear from, like, party rapes, right? Sounds like a party rape scenario. Yep. And um, so, Enzo Amore's lawyers come out later saying, Nah, none of it true. Basically, I mean, they give a paragraph saying, none of this is true, we're not saying anything else, right? Um, there later comes out uh, a story from someone claiming to be a best friend of Philomena Sheehan, I, I guess is the woman's name, and saying, I, I turned over text messages that say she was bragging about this and there was no signs of whatever that the accusers now come out saying uh my friend is off his meds this is what she said and i called him that night crying so who knows where any of this is gonna go obviously if he we obviously we've always taken a stance on one of these we absolutely want the truth to come out if he did this thing he needs to go to jail and if he didn't do this thing she needs to go to jail Uh, and it all needs to be known. Now he might likely be done with WWE because we found out why they released him suddenly was because he knew about this many days in advance of these legal troubles pending and didn't inform them. And I'm sure that is in every contract and I'm sure they are like looking for any way to just completely distance themselves from him and this. So he's likely done regardless at WWE.
1: Right. And I think on top of this situation, he also didn't do himself any favors with, and again, this is reported from dirt sheets and actually a a little bit more so than just dirt sheets. WWE actually brought it up on an episode of that. Bring it to the, or not bring it to the table, but straight from the source with Corey Graves. They did an episode with Enzo and they brought up that he was kicked off of a bus, uh, in a tour in Europe. Uh, he doesn't, uh, change with the other people in the locker room because he's not allowed to. Uh, it was, other things that kind of like this was as the saying goes the the straw that broke the camel's back uh and this was a mighty big straw because obviously rape is nothing to mess around with uh and so i just think the accumulation of all of those past events plus the magnitude of this huge potentially horrifying situation is just something they don't want to deal with and On top of that, they had to, I think, in my opinion, they had to do it now because they are getting so much press about the Raw 25, about the Royal Rumble, about uh, being at the uh, New York Stock Exchange, ringing the bell. You know, this is more so than just a day in August when they're just touring. This is like, we're actually out there in the media doing more press than usual. We don't want this to overshadow what we're here to talk about so let's just get rid of this situation he really isn't liked backstage or by anyone and yeah. let's be honest 205 live isn't a money-making brand so it's not as if losing him is losing stone cold steve austin in 99 and so i think all of those factors just led to uh, let's cut ties let's get him out uh we'll let the dust settle where it does. Hope for the best for the people who like him. The people who don't like him are probably happy that he's not around anymore, and we'll see what happens. But uh in terms of WWE, uh it it should be interesting because they were supposed to have a title match at the Royal Rumble. Obviously, Raw twenty-five you can you know, throw out an Eric Bischoff or a brother love. And people forget, oh, this was supposed to be the night Enzo and Cedric Alexander had a match. But when it comes to the Royal Rumble,
0: well, you think anybody saying, but, had that marked on well, their calendar? You know,
1: Maybe. what I'm saying though, is they advertised it. And then a way to get around it is, oh, but look at this. Isn't this way cooler? And we go, yeah. And brother so, love
0: never thought you'd see that. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. So, but the interesting part will be at the Royal Rumble Okay, your, you know, uh Mountain Dew Kickstarter pre show match was supposed to be this. What are we doing instead? That's where then I think they're gonna have to address like, oh hey, uh Enzo, he's soft and he's not here anymore.
0: Well, yeah, I mean there's gonna have to be a cruiserweight championship something match. Right. So tournament.
1: Who knows? There's uh they did announce, and this is kind of Uh, just a little bit more news, but specific to 205 Live, that there's going to be an on-screen general manager. So maybe that on-screen general manager addresses it in that capacity, and he or she says, you know, here's a tournament to crown the vacant championship, blah, 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 whatever it is. Uh, But we'll see. But as as far as Enzo goes, I honestly, gut feeling, I don't think we ever see him again. I don't think he wrestles again. Yeah, I, I don't. Got,
0: think, well, yeah, you definitely won't see him in a WWE, and maybe well, not anything else, you know, on national TV because they may just be like, I don't know, a guy.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if he's cleared of all charges, I would not be shocked sure. if 2019 uh, Royal Rumble entrant 28 is Enzo Amore because if everything right. clears and he's fine, I could see that. But what I'm saying is, in the meantime, so let's just say. March of this year. I don't think we're going to see him at PWG while charges are pending. I don't think he's a wrestler. I I think he's an entertainer, not a pro
0: wrestler. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, but you don't think somebody would pay him a couple grand to show up at a damn barn and he'd take it. I mean, I mean, we'll
1: see. We'll see now how the promoters. Because, you know, promoters know wrestlers. Wrestlers know promoters. They might say, don't hire this guy. He's a cancer he's a backstage. Dick. He's yeah. more of a headache than what it's
0: for. <laughs> yeah, man. So, By man. all accounts, he was not liked by yeah, pretty much anyone. And he, by all accounts, he couldn't handle success. I mean, I think that much is obvious. I mean, the guy is a little bit out of control. He's a train wreck. Uh, wreck. Just He's a time bomb. And I yeah, think that so. they see this as a, you know what? Even if you're innocent, let's chill, right? Right. Let's see that's people. what I'm
1: saying. All the other incidents kind of led to this, but this is, incident was so serious that it, they just had to take action. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I don't think we're going to see him wrestling unless everything clears. His name is fine. Uh, and we see him as a surprise next year. I could see him not being welcomed back soon, but yeah, next year Royal Rumble, fill in the blank. I don't know where it's going to be at. I could see him as a surprise entrance. <laughs> Be it that everything is happening okay. Now if it isn't, then bye forever. But could also
0: see him DJing in a strip club and somewhere in a in a right. and just, in a yeah, borough into, somewhere.
1: Yeah, it turns into the Maven who's your waiter at TGIF on Times Square. There's gonna be four commentators to talk about thirty women. Four commentators? Yeah, because Stephanie McMahon Stephanie McMahon Uh will join the commentary team for the Royal rumble match for the women. Now, what, why?
0: What, what, what keen insight can she give us to help paint the picture of this match? I don't know, but it was announced on Twitter. (sighs) Here's what she's going to say. It is amazing what these women have been able to accomplish and that they're out here on this grand stage. And it's just highlighting uh, the amazing talent that we have in this women's division. Get ready for that to get poured down your ear holes a hundred times during that match. Yep. So Stephanie said on Twitter
1: announcing, this is her words, announcing the first ever women's Royal rumble match was one of my all time favorite moments in WWE. And now I'm proud to share that. I'll be joining the announced team for this historic match this Sunday. Hashtag rumble for all hashtag Royal rumble. So not only was she the one that made the announcement. Hey guys. Uh-huh. girls hey girls this is a moment for you but I'm going to say it not only yeah. did she do that but then she also said "Oh, I'm going to be calling it now I'm not going to tip my hand but in the third segment we're going to do picks for Royal Rumble and I think this has a little bit more strategic meaning than just look at these ladies or how <laughs> she always talks she always talks so stupid and unfortunately well, that's the, McMahon. That's the Vince's yeah,
0: manner. he but, does that too
1: the XFL? <laughs> right? Well yeah, but oh, she's oh, her voice her voice makes me want to punch my eyes. <laughs> I just don't like her voice. I've never liked her voice, but that's just me. So gonna watch that match on mute. Uh, but four commentators. I mean, good night. I I'm assuming four commentators, because you have a three as it is, which for this match I wonder who it's gonna be. So it'll probably be Corey Graves, because he calls both shows, mm-hmm. Michael Cole, and then Byron mm. yeah it's gonna be Byron. be Byron because Booker T will get confused and call Alicia Fox Sasha Banks and Dana Brooke Bailey and Bailey Page, and Paige isn't even in the match you know how many Oscar- right
0: how many right oh, there's are we gonna get in two Royal Rumble matches
1: well hopefully he only calls one that's what I'm saying yeah, so yeah we get yeah Byron but yeah so it'll be I assume four unless it's Corey Graves Michael Cole and then that's where Stephanie is and then they don't have a third but I'm assuming it's going to be four commentators calling 30 women in one match so
0: she's going to have nothing to say
1: she has never had anything to say
0: is she going to help tell the stories in there to help set up new storylines or is she going to only talk about herself
1: she can't talk about anything she can't even write a book that got delayed six times so what is she going to do with telling a story about other people? She can't even tell one about herself. Get out of here.
0: Get with out your, of here. With your
1: big ears and your ugly voice and your weird smile and your 1990s no fear attitude. she—if If the no fear shirt was a person, it'd be Stephanie McMahon. She is so outdated and just doesn't understand reality. She's yeah. the juice. She's the juicy sweatpants of the yeah, WWE.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Feeling that one a little more than the no fear shirt. I picture the no fear shirt somebody more like Heath Slater.
1: Well, no, I was thinking the no fear <laughs> shirt because she loves like at WrestleMania when she was on the back of. Uh, Triple H's motorcycle thing Mm -hmm. And she loves the Graveling voice like so that's where that No fear attitude comes in That's what I was thinking but it's all outdated And so like like the brand
0: Like she listens to Rob Zombie All right.
1: Yeah yeah like yeah She she still brags about the one time She saw Motorhead in 92
0: She got to shake Lemmy's hand
1: Yeah Yeah exactly so But anyhow (laughs) Stephanie Great but I think it has something to do with the storyline. I won't tip my hand, but I think.
0: Why, why not? I mean, it worked amazingly well the first time. What is that? Vince McMahon might be toying with the idea, Tom, T-Mac, of restarting the XF. Why? 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 he's got money, Tom. Here, but, all right. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, give us a story. No,
1: you give us a story, and then I'll share my thoughts.
0: I'm going to read this one off of CNN Money. <clears throat> Sports fans and investors are wondering if the XFL may be making a comeback after WWE disclosed in a Securities and Exchange Commission filing that CEO Vince McMahon sold 3 million shares of the company. McMahon did so to quote fund a separate entity from the company, alpha entertainment, LLC, which Mr. McMahon established to explore investment opportunities across the sports entertainment or entertainment landscapes, including professional football. WWE did, uh, did not indicate in the filing what price McMahon sold his shares at, but based on that closing price, $31.87 a sale. He would have raised nearly $106.5 million. Uh, He's starting something.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why you would start football in 2018. I understand playing football. I understand buying an existing football franchise. I I understand doing advertisement with the NFL because it's still a juggernaut. But what if what no who
0: what uh what football team just recently had to go under sale because of somebody's of racist comments or something?
1: Well, I believe the Minnesota Vikings, and I think it's don't quote me, no, the Falcons have the H- Home Depot guy who's awesome. Um, I think the Minnesota Vikings are going the up for sale. Guy, any who the Home Depot guy? No, well, I don't think so.
0: No.
1: No, he's know. the guy that was dancing with them in the locker room and he paid for when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl last year. He paid for everyone uh, that was a member of the Falcons uh, organization to go yeah, to the Super know. Bowl.
0: That's well, great. So one of them recently, there was something that came out because one of the owners became suddenly. Well,
1: that's well, that's the Carolina Panthers. It was the Carolina Panthers because Cam Newton said,
0: well, well uh, hold the phone here. Where's Vince McMahon from
1: right now? That makes sense. I'm a million percent behind that idea. If you're going to own the Carolina Panthers, it is the Carolina Panthers. Or or portions of it or something. Or, yeah, or something. That makes sense. The NFL is established. It's the juggernaut. It's uh, the number one sport in America.
0: Um, That makes sense. WWE tanks for whatever reason. He's got, you know what I mean? Right. The Panthers
1: aren't going to go away. Exactly. Now, Going though away from that to start a football organization is so stupid. Yeah, you don't want to first go up against the NFL again because you'll lose to the stigma of head concussions and all of that. You can't do the alpha, you know, we don't do fair catches, we don't do um alpha uh, entertainment, point, LLC, yeah, coin, we don't do coin tosses, you know, that alpha mentality that can't work in 2018 because we know too much about the brain and so. You can't do that fringe type of things that make people, uh, you know, concussed and, and put their bodies in danger. It's not entertainment anymore. When back when XFL was around, ESPN had big hits where you know they'd replay it on a loop. Now you say like big hit, hey, let's get the camera away because that guy is shaking. You know, we understand mm-hmm. that. Like. Our viewing habits have changed. So an XFL can't exist in 2018. So you're wasting your money. That's why I don't understand it. Now, another reason is listen to other billionaires, right? So the billionaire uh, who bought the Houston Rockets, he even said, I would want to buy an NFL franchise, but I don't know in 20 years if this is still going to be around. Listen to uh, the uh, Microsoft guy who bought the Clippers. What's his name? Ballmer, Steve Ballmer, or something? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. He he said that almost identically the same thing. Where I would like to be in the NFL, but as a billionaire, I don't trust that my money would be there. Now, Vince has a different mentality, so he might think I could do it different than him.
0: But uh, my son has been playing soccer and he's started expressing some interest. He goes, "I think I want to try football," and I'm like, "I, I'm like, yeah. I mean, by all means, if you're going to play and have fun, but if you think you're going to like try to play the sport, I don't know, it's going to be around." You know what I mean, I was like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if in 10, 15 years something happened where it's wildly different and it loses its intrigue. Some right. major now, thing happens and we get a congressional law or something and then the game's flag football all of a sudden.
1: Right. Now, but as a 70 year old or 71 year old and you want to make some extra money before you die at 83, uh-huh. awesome. Do it. You know, like get out <laughs> well, before I you mean, die. Yeah, you know, why not? So I understand that aspect. Well, Again, to
0: think I could go from trailer park in north carolina to owning the nfl right. team it's a and
1: status it's a, right. yeah that's what i'm saying it's a status thing so yeah i that's where i think the intrigue comes up and if that's the story awesome but if the xfl is the story vince Ooh. i know you're listening yeah. get the
0: hell out x that out of here
1: so it's like taz versus mike awesome but it's small guys wrestling for not the heavyweight championship. young bucks Close okay. impact wrestling champion Ooh. Austin Aries faced WWE UK champion Pete Dunn at Sunday's destiny or yeah, destiny's wrestling event. Now here's the fun part for me. The match saw James Ellsworth cashing in his Cobra cup, which led to the match becoming a triple threat. Dunn ended Ellsworth. up win. well Dunne ended up Uh, with the victory after he pinned Ellsworth. So that makes sense. Why to put Ellsworth because Ellsworth of the three guys, isn't a champ. You can't make one of them look weak. So you give the pinfall to Ellsworth. Austin Aries looks fine. Pete Dunn looks fine, but what a crazy world we live in. The impact wrestling champion and a WWE UK well a WWE champion. It's the UK championship, but it's still a championship faced off in a match that featured a guy with no chin.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> James Ellsworth. I mean, he's still out there getting it. That's fun. I'm impressed that because of how they've structured this UK title, that we get to see cool things like that now, you know? I thought they were going to do more of this. I thought they were going to kind of go out and have these titles that are affiliated ish with WWE. You know what I mean? Cause it's got their name on it. Right.
1: You know, we were speaking earlier about two Oh five live and kind of how like, Hey, let's just, uh, as Seth Rollins, uh, entrance music says, burn it down. Yeah. Do you think we should do that with the UK thing? Because now the UK match seems to always deliver. Right. So yeah. at the last NXT takeover, Pete Dunn and, uh, Tyler Bate was argu- arguably the match of the year. Right. Yeah. The, time before that, the uh, match that they had there, another fantastic match. The tournament was just killer match after killer match. It was in two days. It was easy, easily digestible. It had storylines. It was in a cool venue. The crowd was insane. Like, it was awesome. But next week, I mean, next week is Royal Rumble, so that's different. But let's say uh, July, uh, September. Let's say September, what are, what are we doing? Is it just a guy that has affiliation?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I I thought what they should do. Now, what I don't know is I'd have to really break down see where the cost turns over enough, you know, comes back to them, where they can get enough margin out of this. Around the world, if they're going to be pushing this network, they should be putting all these other companies that are somewhat legit. Obviously, you're not going to go to every little armory show, but find some that are actually doing things, putting on good shows, making money, put them on the network and have some sort of affiliation deal where you're making money off them. And then, yeah, if you have 10 of those in England, you can have a WWE UK champ that kind of goes around to them all of the old NWA days, right? Mm -hmm. A similar style deal. And that way you get all these people in England to actually want to buy the WWE network because I can watch all this You know what I mean? Cool stuff running. And you could do the same in Germany and South America. And that's where you build this world wrestling entertainment. I thought they were going to become kind of the worldwide Netflix of pro wrestling. But but how do they make money off of that is one thing. Right.
1: And I think the the idea is there. The execution is even there. But I think maybe and this is me just kind of uh, brainstorming. Maybe the idea fell flat because the promoters there said, hey, you know what? No, we don't want we don't want your WWE UK guy at our show because our fans kind of don't like you guys. Like if you, if you watch a progress show or if you watch a PWG, they're not saying like WWE, like they're kind of like, no, this is our niche. And we don't, it's almost like, uh, if, if the WWE regional champion UK in this, in this matter came to their show, it would be like when, uh, music nerds, um, love a band, but then turn on them as soon as that band gets radio play, you know. And right. so it's like PWG is awesome where it, it's at. If they had a West Coast American champion, you know, a California champion, their their fans might go like, "No, WWE is not welcomed here. This is where we get our young bucks, our blah blah blah, yeah. you know."
0: So maybe uh, maybe you. St- grab that idea of having your chant but you still find a way to incorporate those shows onto the network and get people tuning in for that you know
1: yeah again and, and this is just me speculating and maybe why the idea fell flat it could be that the promoters were like man if we got on the network we might be jumping the shark and then our fans might rebel against us and is right. that worth right. the True that. risk so we'll see the spanish announce table good news yeah, I thought so. Started off horrible, ended uh-huh. on a good note. Right, kind of exactly. like my days.
0: Alright, <laughs> right, so I guess that's as good enough of a time to take a break, huh?
1: Yeah, we're uh-huh. going to come back and uh, obviously Tweet the Table uh, isn't around like it used to be, so we're not going to go through that, but what we are going to do is we're going to recap uh, kind of our own hot takes on Raw 25 and a little bit of SmackDown, so... Uh, stay tuned for that. It's gonna be a great old fun time.
0: Yeah. Alright, we're gonna do that when we come back to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on Dot net. and
1: fun fact, eating berries help keep the brain healthier and increase memory. Trending Topics Network. Spanish announce table.
0: I think I'm key. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks that drives a cool while I've got the mood that really move on. I sit chill Up and down there spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy, toy.
1: Sexy boy. You know, I walked into the store and then you got to, you got to go and, you know, you got to get the fruit and then it's like the mangoes and mango, i tell you, you know, it's like what Nash always said, like the mangoes is what keeps the match going. And so it's like, you got to keep the match going, but then you're only an hour one. So what are you going to, you know, and then I'm asking around and I'm saying, Hey, uh, peanut butter, you know, peanut butter is, is the gel of life. So when, uh, you know. How, how, where is the peanut butter? I don't know. You know, so I, don't, I, this is my first time at the store. And so it's just like when Vince says walk anywhere with confidence, walk anywhere with confidence. And that's what you're going to do. And that's why I got this watch. See this watch I got at WrestleMania 12 when I went an hour with Bret Hart. And yeah, me and Brett, we, me and Brett, we, we, we didn't go well. We didn't go well, but you know, I got to find the peanut butter.
0: they are just, just tuning into us. We're, we're talking to Shawn Michaels. Uh, the heartbreak kid. Um, he's been graciously uh, agreed to sit on here and answer a few questions. Uh, well, T-Mex- I don't.
1: I don't know. I don't. You know, people say like, "Do I have the time to answer questions?" And, you know, I think. You, you know, I go bow, bow hunting, and when I go bow hunting, you know, I'm out there, and I'm with my thoughts, and so then all these thoughts come to my mm-hmm. brain, and you know, right. I got. You know, I have to. You know. It's just, no, I don't, you know, but does. sometimes it's so smooth. It's like a match of triple H, you know, triple H. Yeah, I tell you, H. I, I know triple he H. was awesome. He was the best. He, he just crazy. makes he everything awesome. so smooth. He yeah, makes he everything does. smooth. Yeah. Is that my best match of all time? I don't know. There's a lot, you know, everyone asked me that question. So yeah. I don't know. There's sometimes when, that. You. yeah, but then
0: other times, you know, oh, diesel in ask. 93. That was a great time too, you know. I was going to ask about raw 25, Sean. I don't, I don't know what you thought about raw 25. Well, so I got out there in the
1: original space for, uh, for, uh, uh, raw. Right. I was right. there for first, first episode undertaker's there. Psalm, yep. him, Psalm him backstage, me and undertaker me and yep. take. Right. So we're just going there. We're shooting the breeze. Boy, I tell you, it's not like the same breeze as it used to be, but you know, so we getting in there and we just talking and we're just saying like, we got to meet up for some bow hunting. Like that's what has to happen. But then, you know, boom. And he got to go. And then what am I going to do? Like now I'm just an old man walking around all these young bucks. They've just passed me up. Not the young bucks the tag team. And I tell you, a lot of people say they're like the rockers and me and Jannetty. And I haven't seen Jannetty in 10 years, but like, I hope he's well. I hope he's well. You know, I don't know if he is, but I hope he's well, God willing, God willing. He's well, but, So I'm I'm just out there with the young bucks again, not the young bucks tag team. I hope they make it. I hope they make it to Mm -hmm. the WWE. Mm -hmm. They got a spot Mm -hmm. for me. Oh, I got. I'm running NXT. What am Mm -hmm. I doing running NXT?
0: What?
1: What am I gonna tell these guys? They're running circles
0: around. Uh, Apparently, a lot of things you're gonna. So, Sean Michaels, we appreciate you coming on to the Spanish announce table. We've got to get talking about Raw 25.
1: Was it good? I don't know. Like, Um,
0: you know. All right. Hey, hey. God willing. Uh, Thanks. Heartbreak Kid, Sean Michaels just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy, toy. T-Mac, you missed it. Shawn Michaels hey, what is that, here. No uh, way! Yeah, yes! You remember Sean. that fun episode
1: of uh, Spanish Nouncing Table when I, when I said, I don't care what I have to do to get Shawn Michaels on the show. I'll read the Bible with him if yes. you want.
0: Did Love you that do guy. that? Did you do that? Because he came on here. Uh, it was amazing. Um, I, I guess. I mean... He gave us a couple questions, I guess.
1: He seems nice.
0: He's nice.
1: Good. Yeah. Hey, Raw 25. That <laughs> Raw 25. Show. What? Do what?
0: That was a show, wasn't it? It. I mean, kind of. It almost looked like I was watching a slideshow. Uh, you know what I mean? Remember when you would have like, okay, let's say it's it's sixth grade. And the teacher's like, Hey, guys, uh, it's been great having you. I'm excited you're getting ready to move on to middle school or whatever, you know, whatever age they did in your age, right? Uh, here, I created a slideshow uh, of the year, right? I felt like we were watching still shots all night long. Great.
1: There was a bunch of still shots. It felt to me as if um, it was the celebration of the end of the school year. And your regular teacher just got back from maternity leave Mm -hmm. and can't really remember all of your names, but knows you just enough by sight and says, you know what I'll do to make this special. I'll put together an activity. Mm -hmm. And she really doesn't know what she's doing because she's still getting her feet underneath her. And she really never knew you because she didn't spend too much time. But she knows the big moments and she'll get that in. The rest of it, we'll just figure it out on the fly.
0: Yeah, it felt really odd. Like, it, we said this, I mean, we had a lengthy conversation about this last night, but I just, I, I feel like it, Raw 1000 was amazing. I mean, tear-inducing amazing. And, yeah, it was great. And this was just, I just felt, I don't even want to say it felt corporate, it just felt like somebody was like, hey, we got DX DX on the right, yeah, cool. All right, we got The Godfather, yeah, Mark Henry, cool. All right, uh, what's the point? What's the what's the overarching? Like I don't know. Just throw them out there. Let them say their. Let them get their shit in. Right. I mean, that's all it was. I will say
1: this. I will say this, because you know you follow uh, their uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, um, Snapchat, and I I will say from an outsiders outsiders point of view, it seemed like a great time for all of them. So it seemed like Eric Bischoff had a great time catching up with, and I'm making these scenarios, but it seemed like Eric Bischoff had a great time catching up with Booker T. It seemed like Shawn Michaels had an awesome time talking to the Bullet Club. It seemed like X-Pac probably had a great time talking to Undertaker. It seemed like uh, Brother Love had an amazing time talking to the Boogeyman. You know what I mean? It seemed like it was awesome for all of those people. But for the viewer, it seemed like, hey, you remember, this isn't just you guys hanging out. You have to do something well, for us.
0: And here's something that really weirded me out about it. And it's not just because we don't like the rubber band club, the pew, pew, pew thing. But I don't think anybody associates this brand new rubber band baller Club with DX at all. Just because they throw up a too sweet sign doesn't mean they're anything like what DX was impact-wise, meaning-wise, culturally-wise, attitude wise, attitude-wise. They're nothing. They're nothing. They were big over in Japan where they like goofy cartoons with big eyeballs. And you know what I mean? Just I, I don't know, man. That is not anything. I, I understand you to say, well, we're not going to put The Shield because that's not the same either. I get that, too. Like... But the rubber band club is nothing like DX and Scott Hall. Nothing. Nothing. Right. However, what however,
1: the only, well, this is what I I'm hoping it was about. It was the start of something. Now let's maybe. see if Finn yeah. and the bullet club attack the shield, or let's see if Finn starts, uh, you know, picking his nose with the American flag or, you know, whatever it is. I'm just saying, you know, maybe that was the, Hey, Now we like these guys. You should like them now too. And we're going to get behind them. Hopefully that's it because they, yeah, because they pushed it as if it was the rub of all rubs because they showed 10 different angles of those guys touching hands and they showed the whole stare down and they showed it from everyone's social media from X-Pac to Shawn Michaels to, uh, Ballard to triple H all of them. And so I'm hoping That that was the catalyst that starts what you would hope would be the significance. Where is
0: this writing? Where is Triple H not seeing them as a way to continue that style? Right, like why is he not secretively working behind the scenes to advance them? Right, like I mean, where where is that in the storylines? Where is the subtle back? Like why aren't we getting something fun? We didn't get any of that on Raw twenty five. What new storyline? What is a perfect time when you've got all this high ratings because everybody's coming back to see what's going on? Where is the current major storyline plot twist that make them go, "Whoa, oh, man! I forgot why it was fun to watch Raw because it's not well fun anymore." Some you know, yes, what I mean, like what
1: they were hoping that Braun Strowman throwing Brock Lesnar through an announce table would get you hyped for. Royal rumble and it would if it was the first time, right? So if they would have done this, in my opinion, the proper way, and you had a no touch policy, right? So you never have any of this Braun Strowman throwing stuff on him. Kane chokeslamming Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, F5 and K all that stuff. You just had literally just a no touch policy of these promos and call outs, but nothing happened. And then it all built to the confrontation between Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. Now it would have been done even better if they had uh, some foresight and never had that Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar little program where Brock Lesnar just beat Braun Strowman. You get old man Kane out of there. And this was, if it would have been the first confrontation between Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar at raw 25, you could have hit a home run, but they blew their wad as they say, way too early and now they're just doing this filler triple threat of a uh, wannabe mayor, a yeah. strong man, and a old UFC fighter.
0: I think maybe Vince McMahon, whoever else is really pushing these things, hasn't realized in other sports because they're so zoned in on wrestling and, and moving the the circus down the road uh, that we see feats of athleticism. A lot on our TVs now, right? WWE is one of the places where you could see that weird thing. Somebody's jumping off a balcony threw a table. That's insane. I don't see that. Well, we've got X Games now all over the screens. We've got football players hurtling others and spinning. Pa- I mean, we see it, man. We see basketball players right. going from the free throw line to the, to the hoop. I mean, we see yeah. it. So, them thinking that was going to sell everybody to go, oh, man, I'm rock hard now. I don't get why they would have thought that. Yeah,
1: I I just think the anticipation of the match, which they were hoping would close the show, just feels watered down because they've already done what they did before.
0: We live in an age of Netflix and Hulu, and everybody's got these major shows with dramas and everything. They've got to start getting some intrigue into other than big guy's going to throw around the other big guy. I mean, like, oh, cool, man. I get it. But can the we only get thing something?
1: that I can think of, yeah, the only thing that I can think of is maybe why they're doing these rushed programs where it's Samoa Joe loses to Brock Lesnar and then Brock Lesnar beats uh, Braun Strowman because those are all cool on paper. Is one maybe they're too nervous that Brock Lesnar is going to leave after his contract, so let's sure. get every guy the rub of a match with Brock Lesnar, or two, it's the we don't know if Braun Strowman's gonna tear his ACL next week, so let's do this now, so that at WrestleMania we're not asked out and looking for another Brock Lesnar opponent on the last minute. So that's,
0: fine, but that's my still, only thing. You can still spread out uh, who's getting uh, a even share they're of they're the spotlight. You. you can still spread out the. Sp- spotlight right like you're saying right i can't give 100 to braun and say braun's the guy because then braun goes down and i don't have him for nine months you can still go 10 here 10 here 10 here 10 here and give me something where that's intriguing or a whodunit or uh or a right. what's gonna happen yes. next i'm not getting any of that you're not giving me any of that none of well, that
1: well i think i think the reason you're not getting any of that is because they are doing the 10 storyline i think for your type of intrigue and the intrigue that i even want for them, they have to go 100%, but they're too nervous, in my opinion, to be snakebit and go 100% on any one guy, because the last time they did it, in my opinion, was Seth Rollins, and yeah. then he blew out his knee, right? And yeah. so now what they do is they do, like you said, 10% to everyone. So then when on Raw 25, Dean Ambrose, who's arguably a top five guy, right, mm-hmm. is out, mm-hmm. you don't even realize it. Yep. And then when you have arguably a top five heel and Samoa Joe is out, you don't even notice it because yep. you, what you can do is you can replace Samoa Joe with Elias, and you can replace Dean Ambrose with Jason Jordan, and inflict that Seth Rollins little story
0: into it. So I think which what is made fine, wow 20, but there's just I'm I'm calling out each of these individual storylines. I'm fine right. if, if if you know if you're going to piece them, them out. Time. But,
1: but yeah. they don't have enough time. They can't. What they're this is again outsider's perspective, but I would guess they would tell us we can't give you more intrigue in a Jason Jordan story because I can't fully develop it because
0: I have to give
1: you a Braun Strowman thing.
0: This is why wrestling fans and and I think uh, I don't get along in this regard because I'm telling you what uh, you don't have enough time. Then stop giving me the 205 live match. Uh, on raw you know what I mean like I don't care i'd argue a whole lot of people don't care man give us something you have other venues for that you have the network you have i know you're trying to push it advertise it but give me a more compelling product i I will be more intrigued in your Royal Rumble match if I haven't seen it four times already in on raw because you won't write a damn decent storyline and you throw the same guys out there because you got 10 minutes to kill you're right like, I yeah just, I agree and then you'll have less uh, injuries. I mean, right. come on. I, don't,
1: I, I think the, the biggest takeaway that I had from Raw 25, and we'll get into a little bit more, but I think my biggest takeaway just initially was that when they did go 100% in on one guy, and that one guy was Stone Cold Steve Austin, and yes, they were also hitting home runs with Jericho mm-hmm. and Triple H and DX and The Rock and all that. But we all know, <sighs> okay. any sane person will know, that the number one storyline in the Attitude Era was Vince versus Stone Cold. Yeah, And what Raw 25 did to me is go, man, I really wish they would go all in on one story. But you keep getting Roman Reigns and Miz, but now yeah. Miz is back. So then yeah. that's gone. And like it, nothing, <laughs> everything's watered down because we do everything for two minutes because – no one can well, focus that long.
0: Okay, then drawing it back to a putting Raw twenty five under the microscope. Right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Raw twenty five, right? So you hit it, right? We've got the biggest storyline was Austin McMahon, right? So yep. we're gonna hit that. We've got Jericho, right? We're gonna throw him in there. We've got the godfather and Mark Henry, we're gonna throw them in there, right?
1: They Undertaker. gave us
0: Undertaker, Undertaker got arguably the longest and, you know, and, and we'll hit this later. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, clearly is retiring, right? So, um, but here's what we got, right? Austin McMahon. All right. Let's get that out of the way. Let's knock that out. Let's open the show with that. And let's not have him say a damn thing. Jericho, he's going to be in the background and he's only going to mention the list, even though he's had numerous other largely impactful roles over the course of those 25 years on raw. Um, you know what I mean? Like just these little things, like why wasn't an Austin McMahon a build up over the whole night? Why didn't they tease it to begin with? We see it again later. And at the end of the night, he's stunning him. Like that is how you do the tear inducing. Like, Oh man, mm-hmm. then why is that not closing your raw 25 since okay. the start of raw? That is the biggest thing ever. Ever for wwe is the austin mcmahon saga since yep, raw agree. began to to today and you opened the show with that with no words
1: like, well, yeah I, don't understand. I, I i do think though i understand the aspect of leaving it on a your main event for royal rumble is going to be these three guys right but mm. uh, again it, it just didn't feel like genuine or didn't feel exciting because I already saw it last week. Yeah. Right. I saw it the week before. Uh,
0: I've said this before and I think it just kind of hit me again. Um, WWE has stopped writing for necessarily. They've stopped writing raw, especially for its televised product. They're writing it for that live crowd. That's why they did the awesome McMahon thing first, because it popped the crowd and it got them. Yeah. For the rest of the show, it doesn't work as well in the live crowd for that slow build. Uh, to to what I'm talking about, right? Uh, so I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it will if you put it out there I mean, later. But yeah, I,
1: mean, I, I I think it does. I think what they're and again we're just guessing here, but I think they wanted to say like your main event for the Royal Rumble, but the Royal Rumble match sucks. Not the match, but I'm saying the main event of the title match take, sucks.
0: I mean, I feel like yes, yes. What a wonderful stage. To plug the upcoming Royal Rumble is raw twenty five absolutely right. right, but the upcoming Royal Rumble is not as big of a deal as raw twenty five the upcoming Royal Rumble will be upcoming again next year, and it'll be upcoming the year after that. yes, if you do the raw twenty five right that'll take care of itself when you run your promos for it yeah and I you agree. and you throw in your current storylines i mean i just I feel like they just missed the mark on so many things because like you said, they were really focused on all right, which I get it. Yes. This is the current storyline, but I feel like you didn't even really do anything with the current storyline. Right. Exactly. Cause it
1: was, yeah, it wasn't well planned out in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the other
1: thing that I thought about, uh, raw 25 is, and I, I don't mean to just only talk down, but kind of like what you talked about with the missed opportunities is They weren't forward thinking or uh, it felt rushed. For example, I told you this uh, last night um, when we were talking X-Pac, right? X-Pac comes out to the Manhattan Center and they start chanting one, two, three. Uh So instead of X-Pac with DX, which we've seen at Raw 1000, which we've seen at every Hall of Fame since it seems like it started why not at the Manhattan Center, where it was the first time he did anything of significance? You had one, two, three kid and Razor Ramon yeah. talk about this in, this historic, mm-hmm. you know, upset and that how it still resonates today. And then you could have brought that into a two hundred five live guy. A Callisto is the one, two, three kid, and unfortunately Enzo got fired. But I'm saying Braun Strowman is. The Razor Ramon. Now, Braun Strowman's in a different storyline. A monster. Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil is the Razor Ramon, right? And then you could have re- replicated that in storyline telling. But what they did is, hey guys, man, we have 15 minutes. You know what they love? Like, Leonard Skinnerd play yeah. Freebird, DX, give us Suck It. Suck and it, they yeah. just sent him out. And – and the crowd goes one, two, three, and Xbox, because of time and because of, oh, shit, I didn't realize you guys thought of that, even though I should have thought of that, just goes, hey, I know, I know, hey, he had to cut them off. And then they cut to Scott Hall. And then while Scott Hall walks to the ring, they, they go they to commercial. Yeah. So and weird. You know why? And you know why? Because of the mismanagement of the show. And again, this is where my analogy of a school teacher who was on maternity leave comes back and tries to do something special for the class that she doesn't even know. Why didn't you pace that out correctly? You gave me a two-segment match of an eight-women tag team match. Tell me the eight women right now.
0: No, I I don't. And And how long did Elias sit out there and talk?
1: Right. You gave me Elias, which Elias had a cool moment with smashing a guitar over John Cena. Sure. But, yeah, that was too long. You gave me a two-segment tag team match of Rhino and Heath Slater versus Titus Worldwide. Don't you think those two segments could have been cut shorter and then you we could have seen Scott Hall, well, I guess, and as it
0: was? Absolutely walkout. that. Absolutely that. You are not building to anything with Rhino and Heath Slater at the Royal Rumble. So that did not need to take up any of this time. You had one of the most commemorative moments of any television show in history, and you chose to give us Heath Slater and Rhino. Now, obviously, that was going to be an Enzo slot, maybe. I get that. But you could have punted with something else commemorative. You could could have done that
1: one segment. You could have done the same segment in two minutes and done this. The card game goes exhaustingly long and they do the Heath Slater can't can't play cards. He gets mad. So he wants to go beat up someone. He could literally have just walked out and said, I'm tired of this. All you legends are picking on me. I demand one of you guys to come out and then ECW Dudley boys come out and then that's where it makes sense that Rhino then sides with the Dudleys instead of just throwing his partner out there and then you do the 3D and that takes three minutes. That's what you could have done. Yeah, And then here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that irritated me, too. I get – I liked – I'll say this. I liked certain aspects of, hey, look, they're famous and old, right? I like that the general managers all came out, right? So John Laranitis, Eric Bischoff, Teddy Long, Daniel Bryan. Love that. That makes sense because they're administrative roles, right? They can't really do anything. But you know what would have been perfect in my opinion and, again – I think things different, so disagree if you want, and that's okay. I love you still the same, but have a one night only hardcore championship that's defended oh, yeah. twenty four hours, and Brother Love hits a, who's a guy who who would be a hardcore champion on today's roster? Let's say
0: Dean Ambrose or a. Uh,
1: no, I, um... uh, I mean yeah, but he's way too big of a oh, star. Elias. I'm saying yeah, Elias gets hit over the head. But with a skillet and loses the title to brother love, brother yeah. love gets freaked out by boogeyman boogeyman beats brother love. Then you're getting the guys yeah. in funny little roles and this cha- this hot potato championship thing can lead to Vince and just Vince done, crushes it and ends it forever.
0: He could have just had Vince like, I've got whoever. We're going to make it. Remember the old hardcore rules. We're going to make this. So, you know, same kind of rules. Whoever has got the the Raw twenty five commemorative coin at the end of the night will get a million dollars from me, right? And or then it could have been plaque. anybody. Do I? Yeah, you
1: the plaque, the yeah, plaque that Steph. Yeah. You could have done this. Here's perfectly to to implement all of these uh, old timers in a more fun way than just hey, look at them. You could have started the show backstage, like how SmackDown does, with Shane and Stephanie saying, "We made this plaque for Vince." Where is it? They blame each other. It's lost. Right Now they send Kurt Angle on a goose chase to find this plaque. Well, through the goose chase of finding the plaque is when we see, oh, it's yeah, actually buddy. at a church with Brother Love. Yeah. Oh, it's at the boiler room with uh, Boogeyman. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's all these different places. Yeah. And then you still keep the Dudley boys putting the guys through the, you know, with the 3D but then these stars because he's looking for the plaque all night
0: right how amazing is that and then and that makes sense why business is as usual with our current storylines in ring right but kurt angles run around trying to find the plaque and mcmahon's like where's my present and then he's still pissed that it's a plaque and then and then like you know austin comes in and stuns him i mean what the fuck man yeah 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 at the end of the night
1: yeah at the end of the night we Kurt angle says that the plaque has been secured and it's on his way right now. And then glass shatters.
0: Yes. And then boom stunner. Stunner. That's your show. Flip off beer. We're out raw. Yeah. Yes. I I mean, that's not hard. So, and why wasn't there more on the network? So yeah, you're running out of time. You have a network. No, you're not running out of time. You could have had what you were talking about with the one, two, three kid. And and you could have done this all night, man. You could have made a week of it. It's 25 years. Nobody else has done this, man. And nobody yeah. likely will ever yeah. again. I yeah. mean, what? It's insane. And you were just like, yeah. hey, look, look, we found these pictures on Vince's phone. Look, I mean like yeah. come on.
1: Hey, and everyone's gonna go crazy because there's no. this one picture of CM Punk. And cool, cool.
0: Brother Love is on there. How many times was Brother Love on Raw? I mean, like what like wasn't he like yeah. pre raw? I mean, like what is going on he here? He was pre-Raw, but I mean, yeah, it's Brother Love. It's yeah, it, he got it. more I mean, of a that, that of what he's doing yeah. now. Him particularly, obviously. Because I saw people throwing up in arms that, you know, why wouldn't you work a deal with Hogan? I'm like, Hogan was never really on Raw much. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, Yeah. even when he came back, his biggest run was SmackDown, really. I mean, what? And
1: then I also had a little bit of head scratching going on when, in two segments that took a significant amount of time. Now, they weren't long by any stretch of the magic, imagine, but they still took up time that you could have spent doing other stuff. Why was there an AJ Styles promo with Mean Gene about his match? On Raw, huh?
0: uh, On SmackDown. No, he did it oh, on yeah, Raw. Yeah, but he did it on Raw, right? Yeah, but he's talking about what he's, he's talking doing about SmackDown,
1: Smackdown yeah. match. So just do the Mean Gene thing on SmackDown too. Say, hey, we still got some old guys just wandering around. Here's Mean Gene, and then you had Alexa Bliss talking about how great she was. Now I get why they did it because it's Ric Flair, but Charlotte then just overshadows her and says, ah, "I'm the queen bee," and then Flair goes, "Yeah, look at my daughter." Like, why were there SmackDown people taking up Raw time? It didn't make sense.
0: Uh, Yeah, I get it if they specifically. Yeah, but AJ Styles had nothing to do with Raw.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, he did the beat up John Cena on Raw, so maybe you say that's a moment. But that had nothing to do with his title match at the Rumble. And why was he being interviewed by Mean Gene? Mean Gene doesn't know who he is, man. Yeah, no, he does. But you could have done a He kind of acted like he didn't. He kind of acted like he didn't know who he he was. I I think he doesn't know where he is. I don't think he came (laughs) around. But you could have done some more classic things. Had Mean Gene get interviewed by Rick, or have Mean Gene interview Ric Flair.
0: I mean, why aren't Mean Gene and Ric Flair at the bar? Obviously, we know why with Ric Flair. But, But uh, yeah, you
1: know know. what I'm saying? There was just a lot of, I think this will work. And it was either writers that don't know the show or writers not given time and say, Oh, uh, let's go to the old classics. Hey, play Freebird. Like, that's what I—that's almost what I want to call Raw 25, Freebird, yeah. because it's still a fine song. And that's what I'm saying. The three hours, by no stretch of the imagination, was awful. It was not awful. It was a letdown because it could have been great. You right. gave me a passable show when it could have been memorable.
0: Yeah, I really like – I said this to you. If I was, like, trying to show somebody who had never seen it, right, like, hey, they're going to have the 25th anniversary of this, right, and try to watch with me, I couldn't really explain. Everything, like I said, was coming, still pictures so fast. You couldn't explain what any of that meant to you, what was significant about it, you know, what its well, impact was, what it meant culturally. None of that, because it was all just like, oh, well, that they used to have this group. You know what I mean? Like, I
1: don't – To me, I, I <laughs> – She's the best, I I think, the world of her. But I forced my girlfriend to watch it with me because I said to her, I want, if something crazy happens, to experience this moment with someone else. And they didn't give me anything. Going back to Raw 1000, you had the wedding between Daniel Bryan and AJ Lee with AJ Lee saying no and then becoming the GM, which now the GM didn't do anything. But at that time, it was pretty cool. You had CM Punk turn heel on the rock right there. You had, for the first time, and they did it 10 more times after this, but you had the first time, to my best knowledge, the entire DX reunite at the start of the show and go after Damian Sandow. Mm -hmm. What were you... You had one of your best tag teams, and wins and losses on that show doesn't mean anything to me. Right? right. But you had one of the best tag teams, the revival taking all these old guy moves. Like they're not even established enough as the bad guys take all that. Well, stuff. And
0: now you just really established that you, we've talked about the rubber band club and the revival being the same thing. Well, you clearly established who's better than that.
1: Right. Exactly. Now you have, and that's <laughs> right. maybe hopefully when the, the hierarchy changes, but yeah, you definitely, it was a two minute match. And then, hey, by the way, on this, everything we're going to throw in into this show, uh, Miz became the IC champion over Roman Reigns. Yeah. And, uh, and, oh, don't you remember all of those classic Roman Reigns storylines told in this title run? Yeah. You know, there was that one. And then the other. Oh, hey. Nope. He literally just said well, the title has to be defended. I'll give you a fun match against Jason Jordan. That doesn't really mean anything for me, but more for him. And I'll give the belt back. Yeah. And now and now you're not doing anything with Miz. Miz is literally back to where he was six months ago. The IC championship is in good hands, but I've yeah. seen this song but and dance.
0: Nobody cares about the Miztourage now because they haven't done anything for him. They haven't pushed him over the, you know what I mean? When you have two lackeys, I feel like you kind of need to be in that upper level. Like, they need to be getting you somewhere.
1: That's what I'm saying. I thought when he returns, he should be like, all right, I held the belt last year, the Intercontinental Championship, for 200 days. It's time for Daddy to go after the big belt. And then have him say, I got winner after the Royal Rumble. And then just have him cut down promos of Kane, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar. I'm going to have them do a backstage interaction with Paul. I mean, there's ways to do it. And they just, they've dropped the ball on the Miz. Well, yeah, or drop. have
0: the Miz win the Royal Rumble, but he's not going to do that now. I mean, like, what nope. are you
1: t- just... But hey, I think we've uh, ranted enough. Let's take a break. And then let's get into our fun, fun picks and fantasy booking where we will book a better show than the Royal Rumble and then sadly cry in our... Depressing. When Roman rooms.
0: Reigns wins. <laughs> as
1: we get <laughs> meh, that's the thing. We we will cry in the corner of our depressing rooms as we overbook Royal Rumble and give you a great show, and they give us meh.
0: Any any pro wrestling uh, companies out there listening? Uh, if you need some writing services, uh, yeah, uh, NWL table, uh, at Tim and Tom KC. You can find us at yeah National Wrestling League. We're calling you out uh major chris calling you out right now give me a job michael what's up jeremy right we can twins, freelance we can freelance Stargate. i can, can do freelance. this stuff in my sleep we can freelance yeah 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 putting ourselves over all right hey let's right, get out putting of ourselves here over. let's get on out And we will DX suck it, and we won't come back. I don't even know what that means. All right, so let's just take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble when we come back to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on Spanish Announce Table. Did I really used to say all this stuff? Yeah, you did. Long-winded. Spanish Spanish Announce Table.net.
1: It's very similar to going back to work for a full day. Now you know what I feel like. Fun fact, one chocolate chip. Can give a person enough energy to walk 150 feet. Training topics network. Deckhead.
0: What does it mean to you? I mean, it. I feel like before you answer, let me answer. I feel like this is all about me. I feel like the Royal rumble is one of the most useful storyline tools that WWE has ever created that they have at their disposal. You can seamlessly end and begin and transition storylines very easily in the Royal rumble. If booked properly, there's the caveat, of course, if booked properly, which we expressed in the previous segment that we don't have faith that they will do, but, um, I don't feel in consent and concept that there's any better tool with which to do so much with.
1: Oh yeah. Think of all of the, uh, spark points. If you want to say, uh, that has started WrestleMania memories that started at the Royal Rumble. You had Hogan and ultimate warrior face off. You had uh, Goldberg cost or excuse me, you had um, Brock Lesnar cost Goldberg the match now, the Wrestlemania 20 match sucked, yep. but still, you had Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels start their rivalry at the Royal Rumble. And then they've started all these other different types of just amazing moments and it was all Royal Rumble. To me, I like it because it is so easy to start a storyline that you don't know which one will start. So You know, you could have Randy Orton and Finn Balor start a storyline at Royal Rumble, but you didn't know that going in. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you can literally do whatever you want because they're all there. And that's why it's my favorite one because you don't
0: know what is going on. It is the best. Yeah, there is so much that can happen just by nature of just, it's a soup of superstars in that ring.
1: Exactly. And that's why I like it. That it is my favorite uh pay per view or special event, whatever sure. we're calling it, because of that reason. Cause for example, I knew that Seth Rollins was beating Triple H at WrestleMania. Right. I knew Roman Reigns was beating Triple H at WrestleMania. I knew that there was gonna be a match between Sting and Triple H. I'm using Triple H's a lot, but yeah, yeah. you get what I'm saying. I knew you, but that
0: you don't know who's winning the Rumble. Ever.
1: Right. I don't have any idea, especially this year. And I don't know, like I said earlier, I don't know what storylines will start or continue because they're all there and they're all interacting. It's amazing. Even before the brand split, it was still the same way. Now it's even more so because you don't see a Rusev interacting with – Samoa Joe. Now, Samoa Joe's hurt. But you know what I'm saying? Like You don't see those things, but you can on this night, and that's why it's my favorite. I like it. So what do we got? Let's get into the car. Let's give them some picks so we can get on out of here. Are you excited for it? Like, Do you think they will execute it properly, even though Raw 25, they obviously did not?
0: I'm not 100% positive that they're going to. I think the SmackDown writing has been very well improved since we ended doing the Spanish Announce Table regularly. I think raw is slightly improved so i think it kind of depends on who's really writing what portions right and what things from above are being forced of hey we got to hit this and we got to hit that we got to hit this right if roman must pose uh you know what i mean their hands are tied a little bit obviously so you know that whole soup of its own if i can keep using the soup analogy of what influences an outcome of a match is really intensified in a royal rumble because like you said that everybody's out there, right? So the imagine the bureaucracy that is WWE creative decision-making is now involved everybody in the same match. I don't know. It's a big smorgasbord. So I don't know, um, but sometimes that process can also hit, right? A broken clock is right twice a day, so who knows? It could be amazing. We've seen WrestleManias that were like, eh, this is probably going to suck, and we come away going, that was awesome. So you never know.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, even think back to last year's Royal Rumble. They give us a great moment of a stare-down between Goldberg and Undertaker.
0: Right, yeah.
1: That wasn't expected. That yeah. wasn't even thought of going into that match, and there you go. You got it. And it was something like, oh, I didn't even know I wanted that, and now
0: that I got it, it's my best, you know, know? like, now I want to see Undertaker beat up Goldberg. <laughs> you
1: You had uh, Baron Corbin eliminate Braun Strowman, you
0: know? And, think yeah. about that.
1: Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Yeah, that and was. So, yeah, it's, it's just it's so much fun. But let's get, get into a, it now. Are
0: we're going to get a cool Kofi spot. I mean, you know, you know it's fine.
1: I hope, I hope the cool Kofi spot is that uh, Big E eliminates him.
0: Mm, Not that it, like,
1: starts. But, yeah, But right. you, just, you, you don't think that, that, you know.
0: Right. No, you, what you need to do is right as Kofi ends his cool move to get back, that's when Big E eliminates right.
1: him. Or, just or, kinda, right. Or Xavier
0: Woods. Right, just kind of boop. Yeah, or
1: it's the three of them, they're the first three entrants, and you have Xavier Woods and Kofi working to eliminate Big E. You know, Like that'd be just...
0: They'd be like, hey, man, we had, hey, man, pancakes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I loved uh, on uh, SmackDown, before we get into Rumble, um, when there was Bobby Roode, and and he's hanging out there with New Day, Corey Graves says, Bobby Roode hadn't had a pancake in six w- years. Look at his abs! I <laughs> love Corey Graves. He is awesome. He is right, great. So let's find the Royal Rumble card. Here we go. Are you ready? Are you I ready? am. T Mag. We will begin with Cruiserweight Championship. <laughs> that's not happening. All right. Let's see. Let me find a better, more up.
1: There. I mean, it might. I can see I mean, Drew Gulak. I can see. That's my prediction. Well, what CBS is going to be the sports.
0: What CBS Sports had uh, is not going to be happening. Enzo Amore will not be defending the Cruiserweight champion. Here's hot take, hot take. Enzo Amore will not be defending the Cruiserweight Championship against Cedric Alexander at the Royal Rumble. I bet something happens there.
1: I'm going to say, this is my prediction, I think Drew Gulak is your 205 Cruiserweight Champion. That's like my that pick. One.
0: I like that one. When we give our picks to the trending topics, network folks for the pickhams game uh, do you want to wager some like a hot take points on that just a general no, pick no like are you going to wager five points that drew Gulak comes out of this pay-per-view as the yeah, champion?
1: yeah i will 10 10
0: points all right. it's all the points are made up it's like whose line is it anyway yeah the Ten smackdown. Points. the smackem down tag team champions the usos versus chad gave but i feel like i'm the road dog saying all this uh, by the way uh Road Dog looks seventy. Billy Gunn looks seventeen.
1: Drugs—it's right? a hell of a thing. Yeah, is
0: it? Is, uh, yeah, because he got fired for juicing, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's and what he it still is. is. Huh? Road Dog smoking weed, and, and Billy Gunn's out there pumping them roids. All right, SmackDown Tag Team Championships: Usos versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin in a two out of three falls match. I'm saying Gable and Benj- Benjamin come away with this, simply because one of the Usos got a DUI.
1: Okay, I'll yep. go Usos because they're the best tag team in the
0: world. They are. They are. But I think they're going to run with this Gable and Benjamin thing, give them a run with it because they want to, you know, keep that going. It's easy punishment for the Usos. All right, guys, can't do that. All right, just make sure you get to the next town, right? All right, cool. All right. They're... <laughs> That's exactly how that conversation goes. The Raw Tag Team Championships, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan versus The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus. What do you think on this one?
1: The Bar. I think this is going to be the start of Jason Jordan unraveling, pissing off Seth Rollins. You're going to get a Jason Jordan, Seth Rollins program leading into the month before WrestleMania, that's when the turn of Jason Jordan was never Kurt Angle's son, and blah, and then that's when you get that match, but getting you to that point is going to be Seth Rollins versus Jason Jordan, and it starts with them losing the titles.
0: So, forgive me, because I typically eh, they've they've fought already, right? This Cesaro Sheamus, the Seth Rollins, that's been the storyline from the beginning of this de facto tag team right it's been against the bar
1: yeah yeah right? this uh, is Jason a culmination and, so this uh, has Jason to be a Jordan culmination and, and seth rollins haven't faced anyone else for these right. titles
0: and there is nobody else they're not going to like continue them long enough to have a second run against somebody else to culminate so i think you're right i think the bar has to win this right because they're not going to bring in tag team two and then we go for another three weeks and then we get what you're talking about right i don't think they're going to do that so I, I i think you talked me into it i think The bar wins this and yeah, we get some sort of, Hey man. And then Jason Jordan's following Rollins around. He's like, Hey man, we're done. We lost it, man. I'm cool. I don't even want to like, you know, we got a rematch. Be like, Oh man, really? You know what I mean? Like, and just kind of, you know, like I I don't, you know, and then it just kind of gets tense. Yeah. I agree with that. I like that pick. Let's move on. Any, any, uh, hot take picks on that one. Other than that.
1: No, I think, I I think they'll lose, but I don't think the turn or the start of it. I think it'll happen on raw i don't think the uh you know falling out happens on royal rumble i think it happens the next night
0: okay all right let's do the universal championship brock lesnar versus braun Strowman versus kane in a triple threat match what do you i mean this one's kind of iffy for me I, I kane is nowhere even coming away with this we can well he's that. taking the pinfall yeah he's taking the pinfall so you cancel that out but who's he taking the pinfall four i mm-hmm. it all depends oh, do we know lesnar's contract he's through wrestlemania right they've got him for mania i would think so but i, I don't would think know. so i god you would think they wouldn't let him go between rumble and mania right they're smart enough to know that right if we've got somebody for rumble we need him for mania so well,
1: although it would be the perfect time because then you're <laughs> ramping up everything else he can just be forgotten about you know
0: Oh, that's true too. Um so yeah, okay. So yeah, I wanna say Braun Strowman comes out of this with the title. Is that your pick? Yeah, I'm gonna say Braun Strowman.
1: It's Brock Lesnar. It we is know Brock yeah, it's Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So here it is.
0: Yeah. I guess. Uh all right, yeah, I'm wrong, but I won't change my pick because hey, maybe I'll get it. <laughs> you know? Maybe yeah. I'll get it maybe i'll get it WWE championship AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a 2 on 1 handicap match for the WWE title and i think Owens and Zayn are winning this and we're going to have co WWE champions i think they're pulling the lay cool a uh, bit i think they're going to run with it because AJ Styles can handle this i mean this is, he can lose to two guys it doesn't make him look cheap especially if they cheat uh they can cheat again on the rematch and then they get a run with this for a while. They can run with Owens. They're the most interesting thing on SmackDown. If they don't run with this, they drop the ball. Owens and Zayn, put it on the board. Co-champions.
1: All right, uh, you're wrong. No,
0: I'm Uh, not wrong.
1: Yeah, because you know what you're going to get, and it's the dream match of both of these guys because now they're in favor with Triple H and Vince. The dream match that they both want is Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn one-on-one at WrestleMania. That's what this whole thing is going to.
0: Why? But but they could. They could still do that. They could still pull this off with the co-champions. They could still pull this off. The co-championship could be unified to be a single champion at Mania.
1: Yeah, that'd be great, too. But you're giving them too much credit.
0: I know I am. Hire us. Hire (laughs) us. Hire T-Mac. Hire Captain Awesome. Yep. Do all right. I so yeah, Man, I know you're listening. Be, Get him the word.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, AJ Styles uh, retaining the championship. No.
0: no fake news. Fake news. All right, what do we got
1: next? What do we got next?
0: Fake news, man. That's, what we, that's all you've been giving us, man. All right. The first ever 30 woman over the top Royal Rumble match. I'm going to list you who WWE currently has on their Uh, list on their website right they have 18 named right now on who just made the list uh alicia fox one half of the greatest wrestling match of all time melina and alicia fox Uh, dana dana Brooke, that's sud becky lynch love becky lynch carmella i like carmella lana not lana See, even <laughs> we do, even we do nostalgia better than Raw twenty five. Yeah. Tamina Snooka. Her dad killed someone. I'm thinking Arby's Mickey James. <laughs> Mandy Rose. <laughs> Sonia Deville. Cat <laughs> Natty. Naomi. Bailey. Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan. Ruby Riot, and who I'm calling the winner, Oscar. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're so wrong. Nope. I you're know what you're going to so say.
1: You're so wrong. And you're wrong. It's Ronda Rousey. No, no. this is know, the way you no. get her in there. Mm-hmm. That's why Stephanie will get pissed. What is this outsider ruining the legacy of WWE? Why is she in this match? That's why she's on commentary. Is so that she paints a story about all that can video. happen.
0: All that can happen, just like Brock and Braun, or whatever, or Brock and Goldberg, or whatever it was. Right? Like it can, it can happen, and then they leave, and then the match goes on. Oh, so you think maybe she does a run it. Right. Or she's in it, but then Stephanie gets up and then there's a big brawl and they're just out and gone. Right. Because okay. they made a big scene. Oscar wins everything. Don't you know the Mac? Well, but here's the, Lol, here's the Asuka way. Oscar wins. That, right No, Yeah.
1: No. But here's the way that she doesn't win, but she also doesn't lose. You mm. know what I mean? I think the whole roster gets rid of her. I think they Nia Jax,
0: Oscar. Yeah. I, I think they right. all
1: gang up, and that's nope. how she gets out.
0: All right. We're saying the same thing. I'm right. All right. We. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Asuka. Lol. Asuka wins. All right. Let's move on. You're probably right. You're probably right. To not the first ever 30 man over the top Royal Rumble match. Do they need to move to a 40 again? They did the 40 that one year, but now they've got the. When they do a brand split, should they do 40?
1: Yeah, because then you could include the UK and NXT. I think that's why. I think there's a lot
0: more storytelling to be had there. Anyway, all right. So once again, WWE.com as of January 24th, 2018. And this is post SmackDown. So this is the 17 names they have listed on the website. Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Big E, right? We already think maybe there'll be a little, oh, 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 trouble in, in pancake paradise. Ty Tan Dillinger. Oh man, we're gonna get a tan, a fucking tan. They're gonna put him out number 10 again, aren't they? They're gonna run the same stick. Why not? That's funny. That's funny. If every
1: year he came out number 10, I, no, I would you always know what They up.
0: need to do is nine, <laughs> right? <Like laughs> or 11, nine, nine or 11, right? It has to come on nine or 11. All right, Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neal uh, Rusev Day, uh, which is awesome. I, man, I love Rusev Day. Uh, And in English, Bray Wyatt, Woken Matt Hardy. Well, we'll see something go down there, right? Baron Corbin, Elias, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, Finn Balor, and John Cena. First of all, they need 40 just because I named you 17, and it feels like there's nobody on that list. I mean, there's some people... But there's, it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of who I go, oh, that's a, a Royal Rumble winner right there. We don't see Roman Reigns on there. We don't see, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. Well, John Cena? We see John Cena on there.
1: Yeah, that guy could easily win every Finn
0: Balor could, I guess. I doubt they'd yeah. go with Randy Orton. Shinsuke, maybe, but probably not. Unless they just plan on him taking the undercard title match, right? Cause they always do that. Like you open mania with the secondary world title match. Right. And so who you got, you, mm, I've got Daniel Bryan.
1: Well, that is completely wrong. Yeah. Um, no,
0: it ain't Daniel Bryan. Wins. Yeah,
1: Daniel Bryan yep. will play a. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Daniel Bryan will play a factor into the, uh, WWE. You're going to have co match.
0: WWE champions. And then you're going to have Daniel Bryan. Yep. No.
1: Yep. I think it comes from SmackDown. After much thought, I think it comes from SmackDown. And I think this goes back to the, well, we don't know if these guys are healthy next year or not, so let's get it in before something bad happens. Nope. Especially at AJ Styles' age. He's 40, and that schedule is not easy on a 40-year-old body, so we don't know how many years we got with him. So I think they're going to try for the Japanese home run, and we're going to get Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania. I think they geeked out when they did that whole stare down at the money in the bank. I think people were like, oh, that's exactly what I want to see. I think they remember that, they being WWE. And I think Nakamura just going after the championship sells. And I think AJ Styles can do the promo work. And there you go. AJ yeah. Styles, Nakamura. Nakamura is your and champion. Or is your match. Royal Rumble.
0: Give that match the U.S. title and move the hell on, man. Daniel Bryan is winning this thing. Yep. No. Yep.
1: Of all the matches for him to come back on, that's the most dangerous because some idiot could easily hit him in the back of the head and he has a seizure. Not if he's 30. Yep. No. The match is Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, but it doesn't start at Royal Rumble.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'm right. Ooh, yeah, you did, oh. See how I just did uh, that? you just broke my confidence?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo. Damn you, T-Mac. Damn you, T-Mac. Ah, uh, now I'm going to be nail-biting. Uh, all right. Oh, good. So, all right, so there we go, man. That was some fun picks. Oh, that was some fun picks. I like those. All right, T-Mac, what else we got? Anything uh, else you want to say about the Royal Rumble before we close out the show?
1: It's my favorite show. I hope you watch. I hope you watch it with a loved one, or I hope you watch it alone and are happy. Um, and I hope uh, peace on earth and uh, goodwill to all, well, and then. that the writers for WWE uh, pull their head out of their ass, because mm-hmm. uh, it's not supposed to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be there. It doesn't go there. All right. So the Royal Rumble, we start the road to WrestleMania, and we will be back uh T-Mac and I, myself, Captain Awesome, will be back for a WrestleMania special uh, the week before. But in the meantime, check out our good friends Tim and Tom over at timandtomkc.com. If you like Spanish Downstable, you'll love Tim and Tom. Check us out over there, uh, or, or our friends. What did I say? All right, we'll be back. Spanish Downstable on spanishdownstable.net. Man.
1: Fun fact, a cup of coffee a day helps blood flow. Training topics network. Journeytopicsnetwork.com. Come the Spanish announce table.